Welcome to the Cleaning Professionals Podcast. We are a show dedicated to the cleaning industry. And now, our hosts, Patrick and Seth. And welcome everybody back to the Cleaning Professionals Podcast. I'm Seth. And I'm Patrick. And thank you all for joining us today. And we are going to be talking about what today, Patrick? We're going to be talking about hot water extraction versus BLM, or very low moisture. All right. Obviously, there's only one clear winner here, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Now, this is a hot-button topic for sure. And this is one that I see all the time being done to death in all the groups and all the boards and all over the country and world from carpet cleaners everywhere. But we're going to try to talk about this in a logical way because, in my opinion, they both have their pros and cons, and they Mm -hmm. both have... um, certain situations that they shine in. Yep. So let's jump right into it. Okay. All right. So first of all, I guess, let's go over some of the benefits of hot water extraction. All right. All right. I think a lot of the benefits of hot water extraction, number one, uh, health. Health is a big one, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. Uh, Just from a standpoint of being able to remove allergens from the carpet you do have somewhat of a sanitizing effect when you're hot water extracting carpets at, oh, yeah. you know, over 200 degrees a lot of times at the interface. Um, obviously, uh, you remove, I touched on allergens a little bit. Um, I want to talk a lot about perception uh, by the client because it's really interesting how people perceive both. And yeah. being a company, and I just want to say this out of the gate, that offers both and have for a long time we've been doing low moisture well we've been doing hot water extraction obviously for eons but we've been doing low moisture for probably 15 years or better um it's interesting the perception you get from uh the client and a lot of times i I just people perceive hot water extraction to be a better method this is not from the cleaner this is in my experience from the client right they feel like they're getting a better cleaning Uh uh-huh there's been a lot of times where I know I've gone in behind guys that do low moisture, and this is not a shot, but they're first just from the, they don't understand the process of low moisture. So a lot of times they'll literally ask me, you know, he came in here, and I don't really understand where the dirt goes, or I don't necessarily. In, where does the dirt go? <laughs> yeah, where does the dirt go? And I know some 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 low moisture guys out there, just blood pressure went to 400 right now. Uh, I, I, listen, I'm not saying that. I'm not, this is not a shop, but I'm saying, again, the perception of the client, a lot of times they feel like that um, hot water extraction is a better process, in my opinion. Okay. Um, some more pros of hot water extraction is just the ability to deal with certain issues, uh, urine issues in the carpet, blood uh, issues that are really hard to deal with um, without having some way to flush the carpet out properly. Yeah. Okay, so then we're just some of the con or some of the pros rather. Um, some of the cons, and here's the flip side of the coin: is those uh, same customers that can have, I think, a positive perception about it um, with the cleaning. They can also have a lot of negative associations with overly wet carpet. Oh yeah. There's a lot of clients that I've been to, and they've said, uh, you know, the last guy that was here, he he did a good job, and the carpets were clean, but. It took a, a day or longer to dry, which mm. obviously, you know, that's somebody doing hot water extraction the wrong way. Right. Um, but that's a big con. Um, mm. It's a bigger inconvenience for the customer, right? Yeah. It's much bigger inconvenience for the customer. Um, 
just with the whole process takes longer you know it's more invasive you got the hoses you got a lot of truck mount sitting out there in the driveway running full bore uh-huh. um and then time effort cost these are all things that you as the cleaner is cons for you as the cleaner okay yeah um so those are some, just a few, that's just a list. And I'm, I'm not sitting here saying I've got it made, you know, every single pro and every single con, but those are just some of the things that um, just come to the top of my mind when we talk about pros and cons of hot water extraction. Mm-hmm. So now let's talk about some of the benefits of VLM, and then we'll talk about some of the cons of VLM, okay? Um, obviously... The part about it being low moisture, yeah. okay, so the dry times are really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's less time, it's less effort, and generally less overhead, okay? Um, it can be offered at a better rate for the client and allows for cleaning in areas that hot water extraction maybe possibly could not even be offered unless you're willing to drag around a portable. Um, but you look at really large commercial buildings where it's really not feasible, mm-hmm. um, maybe to make that long of a hose run um, or drag around a portable, high rises, that type of thing. So, you know, it can be offered in a lot of areas and it can be offered at a rate that makes your company more competitive than low moisture. I mean, I'm sorry, than hot water extraction could otherwise be. Yeah. Okay. So then we're going to talk a little bit about the cons of low moisture. And then we're going to dive a little deeper. But um, some of the cons would be it does have a limited cleaning ability in certain circumstances. I know some people will debate that. Mm-hmm. Okay. But in certain issues, it, the, with certain issues, you take uh, pet urine issues, you take uh, certain certain things that just the carpet really needs to be flushed out. Um, there, there are issues. There's limited abilities when dealing with health. Um you know, as far as actually removing the most particulates from a carpet, I think there's limitations there. Um, again, I already hit on the pets. And uh, another big thing with me, and this is just talking about doing it in a residential setting, is just the prevalence of uh, pets that are in the majority of my customers' homes. I see so many pets, pet issues in homes that uh, that's kind of a concern for me, thinking about offering it in uh in homes and then also is it completely ethical and i hate to use that word ethical and i know that's going to be a a hot topic or maybe a hot uh hot take Uh, but in certain situations where you have children and pets is it necessarily ethical to you know offer it as a cleaning method that you know removes these type of issues that they're, they're concerned with so and um Another thing is, and I, I touched on this earlier, is the perception by the client. I still have so many customers that have said to me, you know, I, I had this guy in here and, you know, he cleaned it with a pad and, and I'm just not sure how it gets cleaned. And a lot of that's educating your customer. Yeah. But do they understand it? So I'm just a real brief overview. I'm going over some of the pros, some of the cons of each, and then we're going to kind of dive into... Um, my my thoughts and Seth's thoughts on it and the main thing I want to emphasize is I believe that both are good methods and both have their place Yeah. but I think it's up to you as a cleaner to determine when and where mm-hmm. oh yeah what are your thoughts 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, I was thinking a job I did not not too long ago. The uh, carpets weren't uh, hardly dirty at all. It was probably just a few black stains in them. I shouldn't say stains, more like black spots that came up very easily. And uh, it was in a uh, um, an apartment building, but you could only access it through a code door, if that makes sense. The, yeah. the main entry door had a code in it, and I didn't feel comfortable leaving that door open with my hoses. So I was like, well, I'm just going to load moisture cleaning it. And like I said, the carpets were fairly clean anyway. So, I mean, it was a, a win-win situation for myself to do. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's that's a great tool to have in your, your toolbox. And one of the things that really bothers me is when I see cleaners that are really strongly on one side or the other side of this issue and they, they think that low moisture is all they need to offer or hot water extraction is all they need to offer, uh, they kind of blow off the other side. And I know that there is... Um, there's all there there's all site types of companies that offer just one um and a lot of companies like mine that offer both we don't really offer it much in the residential setting just because to be honest i'm not a huge believer in it um i know again that's going to ruffle some feathers I, i'm not saying that we don't ever do it because we do i did one last week that um there were some lightly sold wool rugs on a fourth floor penthouse apartment by the way, we don't have much of that around here. No. Uh, but it was uh, one of the few that we do have. You know, it was great. There was no mm-hmm. hot water extraction. There was no access. I couldn't have accessed it if I wanted to. Even if we, there was no way to even drop a hose down the uh, outside of the building. There was, it was a really long ways away from a parking lot. Um, I didn't want to have to drag, drag a portal up there. Uh, the carpet was lightly sold. It was, it was perfect. We went in. We were in and out in no time. They were happy. The client was happy. That's something that, to me, I look at and I say, man, you know, that's a perfect situation for for low moisture in a in a residential setting. Oh yeah, yeah I agree. Um, and then we do a lot of low moisture in um, in commercial settings. We have yeah. for years. And some of the benefits of that are, I think I touched on it, but um, being able to offer offer a service, you know, to in a re- in a commercial setting where you know you might be dealing with tens of thousands of square feet where uh, maybe it's not in their budget to have somebody come in and hot water extract that big of a space mm. you know if they want it done every six months or once a year or even quarterly um, it might not be a good fit especially in places where they're open all the time they can have very little downtime yeah. they need somebody in and out pretty fast um, again budget a lot of time is an issue but they need you in and out fast they need a really quick dry time uh, not that you can't achieve great dry times with with low moisture with hot water extraction because you can, but uh, it can be a really really great service to offer. We've done it with a lot of success for years now. A lot of clients are really happy, and honestly, as far as cleaning ability, especially on a commercial you know glue down olefin carpet, um, in most situations you really can't tell much of a difference in no, appearance. No, um, you really can't. So it's one thing if you're like, well. I'm, I'm doing it for less and I'm, I'm offering less cleaning, but you're most of the situations you're not. Um, I can honestly say that the majority of accounts that we do personally, I, I couldn't get a better visual result by hot water extracting it. Yeah. Uh, now a lot of them we do hot water extract on, on a, you know, maybe once every year or two we'll hot water extract it just as part of a maintenance program. But as a whole, I can't really tell that much of a difference. Mm-hmm. So there were some of the you know really good benefits of of you know being able to offer low moisture cleaning. 
Yeah, no, when you talk about low moisture, uh, explain what type of tools people are going to be using for low moisture. Well, I mean, there's different methods of doing it. I mean, the majority of what we do, um, we use, you know, encapsulates. Uh-huh. And so uh, we, we have several different pad machines that we use. Um, and uh, essentially, you know, what you're doing is, is you're, you're going in, um, spraying the carpets. Um, depending on what machine, some people will spray them beforehand. Yeah. And then go over them with their bonnet. Um, and then some people will, they have a machine that, you know, like this uh, puts down the solution as they, as it goes. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, that's, but that's essentially, you know, what, what we're doing. And then most of the, um, most of the facilities that we do have people that regularly vacuum anyway. So that's not, I know a lot of people, they'll go back and vacuum after the fact, you know, to, to get it all up. But the majority of, facilities that we're working in have a, a janitorial crew that vacuum on a regular basis yeah so then when that uh is when the encapsulate crystallizes you know they're they're vacuuming it and getting it back up mm-hmm. yeah no uh some guys use a crb some guys use the 175 do y'all ever just use the crb or do you always use some type of bonnet most of the time we use a bonnet um I've used a CRB mm-hmm. a few times and I've gotten pretty good results with it, but I always feel like I get a little bit of a better result with the bonnet. Yeah. And as far as, you know, using a 175, you absolutely can. Um, and you can get really good results with it. It just uh, comes down to a lot of it is time. Yeah. You know, time and ease of use. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many of the, you know, machines now, and I, I'm not going to, you know, get into one brand or the other, or try to make it look like you need to buy this machine, but, um, you know, there's there's so much better when you get into something that you can literally. It's almost just like mowing grass. You know, you're pushing. It's got, you know, wheels and mm-hmm. so the ease of use is so much better. Where, as you get into 175, one of the great things about it's the head weight. Yeah. You get a really really great head weight. So sometimes I feel like you can almost get a a better cleaning, but at the same time, you know, you got to look at if you're using a really using it in a really large space. Mm-hmm you know, how much area you have to cover. Yeah. How much time and effort it takes to do that. Yeah, there's one account we do is a dentist office. He has us do it once a year, and one year we'll hot water extract it, and the next year we'll uh, low moisture clean it. And uh, like you said earlier, you can't tell the difference either way. I mean, it, it stays pretty clean. They keep it clean up there with the uh, the people they have coming to vacuum and stuff like that, so they get a lot the dry soil out weekly all the time to keep it from, you know, causing an issue. Yeah. Yeah, and there's accounts that we do that, you know, on them, we just have to keep an eye on them. And sometimes I'll look at them and I'll say, you know, yeah, they, they need hot water extraction. Yeah. You know, for one reason or another, um, they need, it's, it's like restaurant. We, we Most of the restaurants that we do, we hot water extract. But we do have one that we're able to stay on top of. We do it so frequently that we do it uh, primarily, you know, BLM. Yeah, yeah but we... Uh, even that on occasion will we'll hot water extract it. Yeah. But so much of it depends on the individual um, account and uh, the soil level. Yeah. What, you know, there's the, even within, you know, different commercial situations just calls for, for different levels of cleaning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, there's one in particular that we do right here in town, and, um, and I feel like that we could get really good results doing it low moisture, but... You know, it, it's a company where uh, they walk out of a back loading area, and as soon as they walk out of that loading area, they're through a door, and they're tracking really heavy grease oh, know, yeah. right right into the main area. And, um, 
you know, I feel like the hot water extraction is a better fit for that. Yeah. The majority of the time, just just the, the soil, even doing it on an ongoing basis, the soil level so high. Now, do you have any customers who uh, specifically ask you to load moisture clean? Um, yeah, I mean, we've had several over the years. Um, I can think of one right now right off the top of my head that um, it was a large facility to the north of here that um, it was really secure facility. Matter of fact, the FBI did the security for it, but no, they, uh, they um, were in charge of, like, they make social security cards, they uh-huh. print bonds there. And so the security was really tight, and it was so tight to the point where no doors could be open whatsoever. Um, they would actually take us and put us in the exact area they wanted us to work in, lock all the doors up, this is the area you work in, don't leave, we'll come and get you when you're done, call this number. So, I mean, that they told us out of the gate that, uh, you know, it couldn't be the traditional, you know, method where we drug hoses in. You know, they didn't even know what to call it. But yeah. <laughs> but they knew that you, you're going to have to do that, um, you know, I, don't, I forget what they even called it, but like a low-moisture method. Right. So that's one that sticks out in my mind, and that's one where if you didn't have that service to offer, you know, you wouldn't even be in the game. Mm-hmm. And we've had other, you know, another one is a nursing home that we do on a regular basis. I mean, you have, these are hallways that um, patients are constantly walking up and down at night. Mm-hmm. We, we have to do it at night. We've got a very, you know, small window to do it. Even then, we're still dealing sometimes with patients. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, in the middle of the night and walking around. And they want it done. They want you in. They want you out. Yeah. And they want it dry as quick as imaginable mm-hmm. and even then we run fans just to get it just speed dry and yeah so yeah there's certain situations where we've we've asked i think the majority of times clients just want it cleaned yeah and they don't really they don't really act they don't it's up to you to inform them mm-hmm. of the different procedure or the different methods that you offer yeah and what fits them best and why okay now let's talk about uh low moisture cleaning let's say you have a client they come to you and they say hey listen i just bought this carpet and i'm trying to keep it under warranty can you low moisture clean it what are you going to say to them <laughs> technically uh, technically no and um we've actually had um i've had one client here in town and, and it was a library and um he was i mean by the by the letter on the warranty yeah and most of them aren't like that. They don't know. But no, most the, of them don't have a clue. He knew the deal. But, yeah, the meals generally, uh, they frown upon that They frown upon that method of cleaning, just, yeah. I think, because of the the friction and, you yeah. know, the, the wear and tear that it puts on the, on the fiber. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, I know a lot of guys that probably do, and I doubt you would ever have an issue. And as cleaners, we... We all know that the chances of you having any type of an issue, but I guess if it really came down to it, they could yeah. say that they wouldn't stand behind the warranty because you were doing that method on a brand new carpet. Yeah, well, that's one of the things I try to ask everybody before we clean is, you know, how old is the carpet? And uh, most of them, when they when I when they respond to that, if they know they have a warranty, they'll say it's such and such years old, and I'm doing a and this is under warranty. And then the next right. question is, well, when's the last time you had it cleaned? Yeah. Well, seven years ago. Like, well, it's not under warranty then, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it goes from there. Exactly, because I mean, there's there's a lot of situations where you know warranty it goes out the window. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, a lot of them don't realize it either. But in this particular account, I mean, this guy wanted uh, he wanted to know everything i mean every year when we do it we have to fill out a form Mm -hmm. you know we have to put down you know that we're certified firm we've got to put down the he wants to know the products that we use Hmm. 
He wants to know, you know, the, our process, that it is hot water extraction. We have to write all this down oh, wow. and submit it every year. And <clears throat> we've been doing it for probably about four or five years now. Hmm. And so that's one, and, it, and it's a lot of square footage. I would love to do it low yeah, moisture, trust me. So, yeah. I'd love to do it low moisture. I don't want to hot yeah. water extract thousands and thousands and thousands of square feet if yeah. I don't have to. Of carpet that can easily, it's not, it's lightly sold. It can yeah. easily be maintained, you know, uh, by VLM. But, um, yeah, he would never allow that because he goes, and, and, and I think people like that are probably the exception. Oh, yeah, it's rare. Yeah. I think I've only had... You know, my short time doing, I've only had one person call me about their warranty. But even uh, this lady, she even admitted that it wasn't under warranty, but uh, she was still bringing up the warranty issue and wanted to make sure that I was using a certain low pH. Uh, I forgot what else she was. She was asking me a couple of things, but she said it's not under warranty because it's been seven years or however many years since I had a clean glass. But uh, I want to make sure you're still not using products that are going to harm my carpet. So that's right. You know, you do you do have some, and I and I have some like that in, on the residential side. Yeah, but um, I think when you when you hear people um, really pushing one or the other and and bashing, and again, I, I'm I'm really honest. I'm not big on the VLM side of things on as far as residential yeah uh, just because there's so many issues and that's speaking for me personally i'm sure there's guys out there that are having great success with it if you're listening to this and you are then you know by all means yeah. you know continue on but i'm just saying for my area for what i see mm-hmm. i just don't feel like it would be a fit we do it from time to time certain situations where you know, it's just a weird situation where it works out to be better. But in the majority of times, we're dealing with pet issues. We're dealing with neglected carpet. We're dealing with stuff that needs to be brought back. Yeah. I wish everything I cleaned was clean. Mm-hmm. Um, and in those situations, I just don't feel like I could I could uh, ethically offer it and say tell tell my customers that it's going to it's going to do what it needs to do. Yeah. And and in fact, I mean, I've even had. Uh, jobs that have been sent to me by low moisture carpet companies because they know that yeah. there's there's nothing that they could possibly do for it. Right. You know, but that that might be their their marketing strategy. They might know exactly who they're going after. They might not be going after yeah. know, pet jobs and jobs that have been neglected, and, and they might be doing really really well. And that's one of the the great things about BLM is the low, you know, the, the low amount of money that. It oh, takes yeah. to get into it, yeah. and the high profit. I mean, it's got insane profit margins, yeah. just unbelievable, both residentially and commercially. So, uh, but get back to what I was saying. I just think that so many guys need to look at it like a tool to keep in the toolbox, yeah. As opposed to, uh, oh well, that don't work, or you know, that's stupid. And and, and there's negative, there's negative uh, thoughts and ideas on both sides, and companies exploit that you know it's just like you see these these companies making ads about you know hot water extraction companies and and they're kind of taking advantage of that and saying you know well call us because uh you know we won't leave your carpet wet for you know 24 hours yeah don't get well to if somebody's doing hot water extraction properly it's not going to be wet for 24 hours Mm. or you know we're not going to brown your carpet out and you're not going to have the issues that you have so they're they're taking advantage of some of the people that are doing it the wrong way, right? And then you see low uh, hot water extraction companies, you know, bashing low moisture guys, yeah, saying you know, well, we actually will get it clean, and mm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> where's the dirt go, and all that type of thing. So, yeah. 
It's an endless battle. It, it really is. But, again, to me it all comes down to, you know, knowing where to situate, situationally use it. Yeah. Because there's there's places where it really, really shines, and there's, there's places where I know I can use it, um, get great results, have happy clients, make great money. Yeah. And there's places where I know I wouldn't use it. Because it, it, you know, it would take me even longer sometimes. I mean, there's some restaurants that we do that are just so greasy yeah. and bad that I, I would never want to attempt to clean them, you know, by low moisture. So yeah, yeah you just, get them clean, just be going through a ton of pads. I, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. And, and another thing too, you get back to the warranty. I mean, I guess there is ways to warranty clean. Yeah. I mean, you could do it with the CRB, mm-hmm. and that yeah. would. I don't think that there's anything. I, I'm not an expert on all the mills warranties but I, I think that the uh, counter rotating brush machine I don't think is an issue for them mm, no, I, think I think a lot the, of them actually uh, want you to use one yeah so I, I think it's the um, just the rotary aspect of, of you know the high revolution yeah. high friction pad turning on the fiber that they don't like yeah most of the time it's from guys who don't get the pads wet enough or yeah they, and they're sitting there in one yeah. spot one you know too long and, yeah and then you get into to issues, and I've seen that with the, with a rotary on hot water extraction mm-hmm. where somebody's left it in one spot too long. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, definitely pros and cons on both sides, and whenever we've we've covered a lot of information, I'm sure we've made some people mad. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're thinking about getting into VLM, or if you're asking which is better, it depends. The answer it depends, right? Yeah, I mean it, it really <laughs> does depend. I mean I think, and this is strictly my opinion. Um, I think that if you're looking to really go after a residential market, you know, going going after it with low moisture, you're really limiting yourself. Yeah. As to what some of the results that you can achieve. Yeah. Strictly in my opinion. Not saying guys don't get great red. And I see some jaw dropping results. No way. With with a you know doing VLM in, in residential settings, but uh, yeah, just just but uh, I would look at having both options available yeah, it's always better to have more uh, tools on your tool belt exactly yeah why well, limit yourself mm-hmm. righty. well this is going to wrap up uh, our episode on hot water extraction versus uh, VLM guys I wanted to remind you if you have any questions uh, don't forget to uh, go to our Facebook page and look for our post where you can click on uh, the link and it'll take you to our uh, podcasting page where you can leave us a voice question or you can always email us at cleaningprofessionalspodcast.com or I'm sorry cleaningprofessionalspodcast at gmail.com you can get a hold of us there also uh, on uh, Instagram and our Facebook Patrick anything else before we close? I think that's it Alrighty, well, thanks everybody for listening and we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you for listening to the Cleaning Professionals Podcast. To find out more about Patrick and Seth, please check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe and join us next week for more great discussion about the cleaning industry. And as always, never stop learning.